and welcome to Why Make, where we talk with makers from different disciplines about what inspires them to make, with your hosts, Rob Helmkamp and Eric Wolken. If you'd like to learn more about the makers we interview on Why Make, please go to our website, why-make.com. And please help support the Why Make podcast on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash podcast or the Patreon link on our website. Welcome to the first bonus episode of Why Make. We are officially calling these bonus episodes Bonus Make. They are addendums to our main episodes and created especially for you, our three diehard listeners. This is a continuation of our conversation with Jason Schneider from episode 16 of Why Make. We're going to talk with Jason about the direction of his current work and his plans for the future. Here's our Bonus Make episode with Jason Schneider. So Jason, what have you been working on lately? Well, lately I've been interested in uh, what we refer to as segmented work in wood turning. It's when you, um, you know, normally in woodworking, uh, you're gluing different pieces of wood together, uh, creating a larger blank, and then you work it on any woodworking machine, uh, usually a lathe for segmented work. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, um, it's been a lot of fun to um, sort of change the direction of the cardboard while I'm working on it. So while some cardboard pieces will go one way, I might have it connect to a, uh, another piece of cardboard where it's going a completely different direction and sort of playing with that random patterning, um, creating that, but also, um, along with the segmented work, uh, more currently I've been working with a lot of different geometries. So almost thinking of, um, being inspired by op art, you know, and some of the things that I can, uh, maybe explore in my cardboard work. Um, it's Descri- been really describe describe op art to our listeners and Ooh, that's a, what 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 aspect of that that you've been inspired by. Yeah, well, I think of like this. Um, for me, it's been this repetitive pattern, um, and it creates a certain dimension to the work where it it takes somewhat of a flat surface and makes it look more dimensional. Okay. Um, thinking of like a rhombus pattern, I think we can maybe all remember the uh, mm-hmm. video game Cubert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's hopping around on this like pyramid type thing. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I've been uh, working with lately has been the rhombus pattern. And um, it just, it changes uh, some of the work that I've done as you, as you move around and as the light captures it uh, from certain angles, mm-hmm. it, the work changes. So from, from say the left, you might have a different experience as you move across it, looking at it straight on or from the right. And so, so, um, that's pretty cool. That leaves it open to a lot of different interpretations. Yeah. It's, it's been really exciting for me. And, uh, and I feel like there's a lot more that I can explore. I've only just started and, uh, and the rhombus pattern is, is the first one to repeat that over and over. Um, and I've done it mostly on a flat surface, but now I'm starting to make it more three-dimensional. Yeah, so I was going to ask, so you're, you're turning it as opposed to just a flat wall piece? Right, but I also turn the wall pieces as well. Oh, okay, I just, okay. I yeah, just love the lathe. Yeah. I think part of uh, what I'm really interested in the process of wood, uh, working with the cardboard is I feel that I get to be inventive mm-hmm. with the process. like. There are a lot of tried and true techniques used in woodworking and in wood turning, but because I'm working with the paper material, I have to kind of think around that and come up with certain jigs and other types of ways of working to accommodate whatever I'm going for, you know, 
And so that's what's really exciting for me, that problem solving, once again, from the beginning of the podcast, uh, coming into my work and say, how am I going to get from this point to this point and um, with this paper material? So, right, you- with a... With a, a liberal sense of discovery, though, sort oh, of, and, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, it, well, that cutoff is actually cooler than what I was working on. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to move in that direction. Or it's like, oh, something really cool happened here by accident. I'm going to I'm going to follow that path and see where it leads, which That's is right. which is something you don't necessarily get working with a tried and true material like wood where. You know, obviously, after thousands of years, we pretty much know how it's going to behave and what all the what all the options are and texturing and and all of that is just like that's the wonderful thing about working with a, a a fairly new material. That's right. And, you know, sometimes I'm going for one thing and uh, partway through, <laughs> I realize it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And so um, I don't just scrap it. I like to leave those pieces laying around my studio mm-hmm. because I just know that you know, give me a a few months or a year and I'll have a whole new idea for that piece that I started. So um, that, that's been really exciting for me too, to, to start things and move on to another thing only to come back to that first thing. And it's something completely different. So that's really exciting. You're talking about jigs for turning. Do you, is that because maybe you find like the tools falling into the cardboard cause it's soft or, um, I don't know. I've never turned cardboard, so it's um, it's got to be a different thing, to, a different beast to turn than wood. Right. I feel like the jigs have to do more with, uh, yes, working with cardboard, but also whatever the object is that I'm making. Yeah. Um, say for like the, I have these um, 120 degrees coffee tables. That's what I call them because they're joined. They're three volumetric forms joined together at 120 degrees. Mm-hmm. And uh, to, to come up with that piece, I mean, it would be probably to, similar to working with wood, similar jigging, I would imagine, yeah. with working with wood. But um, but anyway, I just feel like uh, I think part of it has to go to the forgiving nature of cardboard. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, it's not precious, like that piece of wood, that expensive piece of wood. Uh, <laughs> you know, many conversations about that, like ah, it costs too much money to ruin. Uh, right. And, you know, cardboard. uh if I have a blemish, uh, a dent or uh, some tear, torn out paper, I can actually go in like a doctor, you know, perform surgery on it. And because the the surface is so busy, I can make a repair to that and give it a little sanding and you'll never see it because I'm it jealous. Right in. Yeah. That's yeah. too cool. It, it's pretty exciting. I'm, you know, it just allows me to be less precious in my approach yeah. And be less precious just because the material is such that I'm like, all right, well, that didn't work. Let me just go glue up another stack of cardboard for four or five dollars, you know, right. or three if I'm using recycled. Damn you. Damn you. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no I mean, that's really cool. I, I mean, that offers just so much freedom in the work. I mean, oh, I, can think of, I can think of so many times where I've thought of large objects I want to build and I have this great idea and then I sit down and go, okay, shit, that's going to be a thousand dollars worth of wood. That's just absolutely not happening. Um, how can I do it for a hundred dollars worth of wood? I mean, I mean, there's a freedom there and going, Hey, this is $5 worth of cardboard. Worst comes to worse. It's hitting the recycling bin. I, I really appreciate that. I, 
I might have to go do something in cardboard now. <laughs> yeah, I hope you do, but you might get frustrated. <laughs> it's very dusty. No, I mean, yeah, if anything, I appreciate the fact that it looks like a really time-consuming process. To mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't look like uh, it doesn't look like you know an instant an instant path to an idea. It looks like there's many steps in the process. Yeah, right, and that's. You know, if you could see me work with it, you I mean, I appreciate that you said that, but when you see me work with it, you'll be like, oh my gosh, that was so like, you know, just because the material itself is gorgeous, you know, but as soon as you cut through it, uh, you can do so much with it. And be, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's not as uh, intricate or as, uh, I don't know, now I'm going to get everybody to work with cardboard all of a sudden because of this. Uh, it's actually quite easy to work with and, and. It's, you can play it's, fast. it's immediate, I would say, Yeah, yeah. you know, whereas I feel like wood, you have to slow your approach down so that you're not making those little mistakes and it's forgiving. Well, you don't have to worry about everybody working with cardboard because we only have three listeners. <laughs> oh, I might be one of them because I've listened to a bunch of the podcasts before. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I hate to open up more cans of worms, but, you know, so much of woodworking is based around the preciousness of the material. You know, that beautiful piece of curly maple, that beautiful piece of, mm-hmm. you know, figured whatever, that beautiful mm-hmm. piece of, um, you know, white oak, where this isn't, this is about the non-preciousness of the material. This is about, this is a more conceptual in the sense that, and it's very both senses, like it's, it's about this very simple material and the form, okay. not about and you don't even paint the work. So it's really literally about the material in the most basic primal sense, which is actually wonderful. I mean, it's so freeing. Yeah. I guess the preciousness comes later when you have to care for this object. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> it's deferred preciousness. There we go. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, I think it gets back to, again, another fundamental concept is that we impart the preciousness in the material. The material That's isn't right. inherently precious. I mean, it's like, yeah, this isn't made of gold bars, but I'm going to give it, I'm going, my, my work is going to impart value, okay. which makes it precious. Exactly. To, to I, at least me. <laughs> right. And along those lines, uh, I sometimes like to name my work uh, with some of those words like exquisite cardboard, you know, exquisite something or other. And here we are working with this, you know, recycled material. <laughs> or I like to use gold leaf somewhere in there just to like elevate it, you know. <laughs> I'm not really trying to elevate it. I'm just trying to like have these two different, I guess, dichotomies, if you will, you know, from this um, overlooked like- material to this precious material and put those together and in fun ways. It's like the cardboard yeah. costs zero and the gold leaf was $75. <laughs> right. Although I'm probably using imitation gold leaf. So right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Luxury, luxury cardboard. That's right. <laughs> no, some friends of mine are, are reflooring their house in luxury vinyl flooring. I mean, it almost sounds like an oxymoron mm. luxury vinyl flooring. So luxury, luxury mm-hmm. cardboard uh, art. <laughs> right. Well, cool. I think I think we've got it covered. Wonderful. Thanks, guys. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got into that last little bit because there's a few things that I mentioned. You know, the, yeah. talking about the preciousness, I think, is really important. So it'd be interesting to see how that weaves into what we talked about earlier. 
You can listen to Why Make on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also grab our RSS feed or direct download from our website, why-make.com. This episode is currently brought to you by the Holy Pockets of Rob and Eric. Please help us build our creative funding base at Patreon, patreon.com forward slash why make podcast. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at at why make pod. This episode is recorded on Squadcast and edited by us on Audacity. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.